0: Good morning, Chicago. It's Wednesday. I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. By now, you may have heard about that man in Chicago being accused of murdering a nine-year-old girl. Police are saying that this past Saturday, Michael Goodman stepped out of his home in Portage Park with a gun, walked across the street where Sarabi Medina was riding her scooter, and shot her in the head. Goodman is 43 years old, and my colleague Patrick Smith is reporting that he appeared in bond court yesterday, where the judge denied him bail while he awaits trial on the charge of first-degree murder. According to the Sun-Times, a neighbor said Goodman had complained about Sarabi being too loud, but prosecutors didn't say anything about what motivated the shooting. After he fired the shot, prosecutors say Sarabi's father tackled Goodman and the gun went off during a struggle and hit Goodman in the eye. Goodman was taken to the hospital to be treated, but he was released in time to appear in court. Cook County Health is getting its budget together for next year, and my colleague, Christian Schorsch, is reporting on their plans so far. For one, they haven't yet factored in the financial help they're getting from the state to treat migrants. The health system is the primary medical provider for the asylum seekers who have arrived in the past year, and there are more than 10,000 of them. So far, Cook County Health has spent more than $20 million treating migrants, and it expects to spend a similar amount next year. During a board meeting yesterday, Cook County Health CEO Israel Rocha Jr. said he expects some money from the state, but he says it won't come close to covering the full cost of treating migrants. The state budget includes about $40 million for counties and cities across Illinois to support asylum seekers, but it's not clear how much all of them will receive. Also, Kristen is reporting that, like many hospitals in the U.S., the Cook County public health system is struggling to have enough workers. Cook County Health is the biggest safety net in the region for low-income and uninsured patients, but having enough employees is key to treating more people. So next year, the county plans to streamline how various departments in the health system can hire people so they can get more hires faster. Among other things, Cook County Health is budgeting about $200 million for temporary nurses, which are known as agency nurses, to plug vacancies. The Cook County Board typically votes on the proposed budget in the fall. Transit riders in Chicago and surrounding areas, you may be happy to learn there's a new package of laws that provide safer and more affordable public transportation in the region. There are two laws at play here. One includes funding for preloaded fare cards for victims of domestic violence and reduced fares for teens and young adults who rely on buses and trains to get to work. As for the other, the Regional Transportation Authority is going to study the possibility of providing year-round reduced or free transit to students and veterans. Here's Anthony Safali from the RTA. This is just kind of a next step in looking specifically at different groups and how people use transit and how we can bring the cost of transit down overall and make uh, transit fares more equitable. Safali says it's part of a larger effort to reduce the system's reliance on transit fares to fund operations now that we're on the other side of the pandemic emergency. And now for a few quick hits a new state law will require hospitals in illinois to screen uninsured patients to see if they qualify for financial aid the goal is to prevent people from going into medical debt with all the stress that causes hospitals won't be allowed to bill patients or send them to collections before checking to see if they qualify for discounts or public health insurance currently hospitals are not required to screen patients only to tell them help exists. The new law takes effect January 1st. And there's a call out from Secretary of State Alexi Janoulias regarding organ donors. The majority of the people on Illinois' organ transplant waiting list are Black, Hispanic, or Asian. So he's encouraging more people of color to join the donor registry. Now, transplants are not matched by race or ethnicity, but a recipient is more likely to find a match in someone of their same background. Janulia says the more diverse the registry, the more people can be taken off the wait list. Residents can get on the donor registry by signing up at the DMV or visiting lifegoeson.com. And cannabis customers bought more products at Illinois dispensaries last month than any other month since recreational use became legal in Illinois. The state's Department of Financial and Professional Regulation reports consumers bought nearly 3.6 million items in July. Stuff like joints, vapes, gummies and cannabis flower. On the other hand, July was not the state's most lucrative month financially. Consumers spent just over $140 million this July, but they spent nearly $144 million in December 2022. As for the weather, partly cloudy skies again this morning, overcast in the afternoon, high temperatures going up to the mid-80s. And the sun has set after 8 p.m. for the last time this year. Tonight's sunset will be around 7.59 p.m. And that's it for now. Later today, I'll interview one of the most deeply rooted Chicagoans I've talked to yet. He uses wheat paste and paint to make images that show the dynamic luxury that is unique to living in the Windy City. The luxury isn't a condo. It's a DIY punk spot that doesn't exist anymore. The framework is still here, though, and it always will be because it's home, because you know here, because you know heartbreak. How couldn't you? You're a Chicagoan. Your eyes and heart are wide open, and that is pure, raw, messy, true, and terrifying. I'll talk to artist Don't Fret about his work and his new book today at two o'clock. I'm Erin Allen. Thanks for listening to The Rundown. Talk to you later.